here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. Song is on on SAFM. 12 minutes before 9, and we're now going to talk about, unfortunately, something which is very sobering that has really painful memories for a majority of the people in this country, and that's road safety during this period, Easter time. It's very sobering at a very spiritual time. Daryl Stratum, Accident Analyst and Convener of the Mahalis Drive Safe. Good evening, Daryl. Welcome to The Viewpoint with Songa Zomabekla. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm very well in you. Not, not too bad, thank you. It's a sobering time, isn't it? We're supposed to be happy and we're supposed to be on a spiritual revival. Unfortunately, and it's a real unfortunate thing about South Africa during peak season on the road, not just Easter, but June and December holidays in particular, road accidents and road safety. That's right. Tell us, what can we learn? What are the behaviors that we can unlearn that have become almost subconscious in our systems and psyches? Well, as you say, it's it's a special time on the calendar for South Africans and around the world. It's a time when people want to be with their families, with their friends, uh, obviously, and celebrate the significance of this particular time of the year. Um, but people want to relax. They want to get away from work. They want to party. They want to have a good time. People work very hard. So this is, not many people see this as an opportunity for that. Now, it's true that with these activities comes uh, unnecessary drinking of alcohol, um, which is a major problem in in our country and around the world. Um, Mm. And it's a real inhibitor when it comes to one's ability to drive safely, or even for that matter, to walk safely as a pedestrian on the road. So uh, it's it's a time of the year that sadly costs uh, us many lives, I have some statistics if I can share that with you. We would love them, sure. The number of lives that that are reported as having been lost, uh, road deaths, as it were. Mm. Uh, And this this is information that's been publicized by the South African Department of Transport. In 2017, 449 people lost their lives. Uh, Okay, just just, just before you carry on. When you talk about the period of time, how many days are we talking about ordinarily? Well, they measured it over 12 days, from the 29th of March to April 9, uh, 2018 it was. And uh, they found that 510 people died in 2018. That was an an increase of 14% uh, on the previous year, where 449 people died. Mm. So, you know, if one does the sums and one maintains that kind of percentage, which um, I am inclined to think will be the case, uh, we, we're looking at approximately 581 people that could die over this Easter weekend if, if, if the drivers are not careful on the roads and the pedestrians are not keeping a good lookout. Heaven forbid that what you have just said now will hold any truth, but reality is reality. But, Daryl, let's step back here. Why do we always, I mean, you just said we can anticipate, given everything that is at play now, close to 600 people will lose their lives. Where's the problem? Is it a problem of enforcement? Is it a problem of just driver behavior, the role of pedestrians, the status of public infrastructure on the roads? 
planning and policy, where is the real problem? We can't. I mean, South Africa is a natural disaster as it pertains to road safety, and we don't seem to have woken up to that. If in 12 days we can lose as much as 600 lives, we have completely lost the plot. Certainly true. Certainly true. Look, that's, that's the million-dollar question. Everybody wants to know where we can actually improve, what can we do. But um, coming back to the lessons learned from uh, 2018, it was reported that 6,435 uh, 6, people were, dro- were driving uh, in excess of the speed limit. Um, I'm going to continue with some of these stats because I think it's insightful. Uh, 3,208 drivers uh, were driving unlicensed vehicles. 300 were driving without a license. 2,344 were driving without a seat belt. And 1,698 over that period of time, uh, individuals were driving vehicles with worn tires. So, you know, it's not just one isolated situation. It's really a, it's a complex thing. And um, my experience over many years is that human error is probably the number one problem. Mm. Uh, For most we, things. Yes. No, I'm saying for most things, it's always human error, human behavior, poor judgment on the human side. That is true. But to come to your point, um, again, uh, you know, uh, these are the ideas that are bandied around. Uh, More visible visible policing, I think, is is critical. Um, People, for one other reason, seem to toe the line when they see uh, law enforcement officers policing on the road. And, you know... uh, one of the big problems that we have is is moving violations. Um, and all of us who drive vehicles experience some some something going wrong during uh, our drive. It's not, not, you know, we see people committing moving violations. And so uh, visible policing is not just a thing of being st- static or standing still on the road and, and, and doing roadblocks, which is important. But, you know, we need vehicles to be moving and actually to be pulling off uh, other vehicles or drivers who are not towing the line. Um, they, they also say that clamping down reckless driving is critical, but it, I think it speaks to the, the previous point I just made. Mm-hmm. And very important, the enforcement of existing laws. Um, that seems to be the big thing. Uh, the laws are not being enforced. That is certainly the perception, and I think to a large extent, a fact. I think that can be attributed to uh, perhaps capacity issues at local government level, um, but it's certainly an issue. We're talking about the prevalence of coincidence, especially at this time of the year. In most cases, there are many things that lead to coincidence, and as Daryl has just explained, Daryl is an accident analyst and convener of the Mahalis Drive Safe. Before we talk about the Mahalis Drive Safe safety campaign, you're an accident analyst. What does an accident analyst do, an accident consultant do? Where do they get their money from? Do they make money from accidents? Well, it's a fascinating, uh, it's a fascinating career. And uh, I would say if anybody's out there who's remotely in- interested in uh, wanting to become uh, an investigator or an analyst or even for that matter a reconstructionist, different levels of the profession, um, can certainly do some, some research uh, on the Internet but also contact us. But in essence... Um, my day job entails investigating, uh, analyzing, and reconstructing motor vehicle accidents. Um, we typically get instructed by either attorney firms that are representing clients who have claims against the road accident fund. We mm-hmm. both um, represent such individuals as well as the fund. So, so we we uh, do work for both the fund as well as for 
or um, individuals claiming from the fund, um, it's, it speaks to our independence. Yes. But also, um, it's, it's also a, ne- a necessary service when it comes to uh, criminal matters being brought against uh, individuals who violate. Now, that might sound like a bit of a contradiction, mm-hmm. but everybody's equal before the law and innocent until proven guilty. Um, so either either we uh, provide services in defense or in, in terms of prosecution, if the state was to engage our services. Insurance claims uh, get repudiated uh, quite often yeah. uh, these days, and uh, they make use of, of persons such as ourselves. But so do the insurance uh, for the policyholders who are on the receiving end of a repudiation of a claim. They, too, use our services. So on that account, if, say, for instance, I have a relative who passes away in a car accident and I want to investigate whether or not the deceased died because of error on his part or malfunction on the part of the vehicle, I can approach you guys to assist me in the investigation of that matter and, if appropriate, taking on the manufacturer and for, for, for a civil damages claim. Is that possible? Given what yes, you've said. Yes. So, you know, um, you know, various individuals with various skills, some are more uh, technically, mechanically uh, orientated, um, who have, have experience and qualifications when it comes to the product, the product itself, the vehicle. Um, but in essence, yes, um, we, we, we are approached by persons such as that. Thank you so much. We've got two minutes. Let's talk about the Mahali's Drive Safe campaign of 2019 this Saturday. What's that all about and what is it aimed at doing and achieving? Well, um, I'm passionate about community work. Um, it's the other side of the coin. It's the community service side of things. Uh, yes. We're holding uh, a campaign, a road safety campaign called Mahali's Drive Safe Campaign. is coming Saturday, which is on the Easter weekend, mm. in the CBD of Mahalisburg. Yes. We have consulted widely with the Mahali Local Council and the Public Safety Department, who will be in attendance, and uh, at the particular campaign as well. We've also engaged with business um we have uh, a number of businesses and, uh, uh, you know, associations and even for that matter, a church organization um, that have come uh, come to our assistance with all manner of support. And uh, we're looking forward to being able to just give the message, uh, run through the message that people must just drive safely. Um, I think it serves its purpose. Um, and, uh, you know, the message cannot be given enough. I think there's a lot of opportunity and there's a big need to just remind people as often as possible that the roads are dangerous. We must use them with, with respect and must think about other road users. And so uh, this is just one of those uh, exciting uh, activities that I'm involved with as well. Can you confirm that it's happening at 8 to 1 this Saturday, the 20th of April, in Mahalisburg Town CBD? That's the Mahalis Drive Safe Campaign of 2019. That is correct. Thank you so much. That was Daryl Stradom, an accident analyst and convener of the Mahali's Drive Safe campaign of 2019. We have just about a minute left before we go to news with Greg Hose, and it's probably a good time to recap the first hour. We were in conversation with Fareel Adam, uh, an associate and nature conservation, oh, sorry, not a nature conservationist, I beg your pardon. The real title is, and let me read it, associate and climate activist at COPEC. That's a cooperative and policy alternative center here in South Africa, really taking on government, particularly political parties who are very silent or their silence being deafening about the lack of policy directives as it pertains to climate change and global warning. And very recently we had Daryl Stradon talking to us about 
effectively Easter road safety and how the statistics are pointing all in the road in the wrong direction and why programs such as the Mahali's Drive Safe campaign of 2019 are critical. Unfortunately, as our resources limited, so is time. We now are going to go to Greg Close with the news.